Let's turn to uh, other dramatic affairs, and that would include testimony yesterday. Um, and again, the um, inquiry into the Declaration of the Emergencies Act largely hinges on whether or not police needed special powers. And they keep even individuals will contradict themselves, or they'll contradict something they texted or memoed back at the height of the protests in January and February. And yesterday, the head of the OPP was talking about whether or not they needed the Emergencies Act in order to compel tow truck drivers to do their jobs. My understanding was that there were some of them that were reluctant. There may have been some that were uh, were refusing to assist, uh, but there had been some identified uh, that were willing to assist. There were concerns that they may back out at the last minute, uh, which could present to prevent a, or presented a risk to moving forward with the plan. The biggest concern was around indemnification. So uh, tow one tow company in particular was seeking indemnification, uh, which is not something that we would normally provide. And we were trying to, uh, to determine the best way forward through the province and how, if, and if so, how we could provide some indemnification. Okay, and what they're talking about there, and my next guest can probably better explain it, but it was the notion a lot of tow truck um, companies and drivers were worried that they might later on get sued because it would be declared that it was illegal for them to move in and seize these vehicles. So they wanted the government, the Justice Department, whoever would have done so, some Crown prosecutor, I guess, to say, no, no, no matter what happens, you're going to be just fine. CTV's Jordan Gowling was watching testimony yesterday, and today could be pretty dramatic stuff because the uh, former chief of police of the Ottawa Police Service will be on the stand. Uh, Jordan Gowling, nice to have you. Good morning. Good morning, John. Thanks for having me. So what did we learn yesterday, aside from the fact that I think one of the growing uh, fields of evidence would be that these police departments don't work well together, all these different levels of policing? Correct. We're, we're seeing a lot of testimony that contradicts each other, a lot of information that wasn't shared properly. You know, you have a lot of members of the Ottawa Police Service who are saying, you know, a lot of the OPP intelligence reports weren't reflecting their planning on the ground and what they were doing. Um, there's also a lot of conflicting testimony regarding, you know, like you said, the tow trucks. You know, Thomas Carrick has said different things on this matter. He he said that wasn't the EA wasn't necessary to compel tow trucks, for instance. But then, you know, in letters and documents issued to the the public order inquiry, you can kind of see that yes, it was needed to indemnify truck drivers. That they were concerned about their identities and protecting their confidentiality. So yeah, just a lot of conflicting uh, things going on, and a lot of conflict within. Poli interdynamics between police departments during uh, what was a very stressful time, I think. It certainly gave us a lot of insight into how people were communicating with each other, because a lot of the evidence yesterday, Jordan, was uh, texts that have been going back and forth between various chiefs of police, and there's a certain casualness about them, but then, you know, it's sort of there are aspects where they seem to be sort of talking behind the government's back. I mean, what was brought out as evidence yesterday? Well, I think the most interesting thing was uh, Commissioner, RCMP Commissioner Brenda Lucky's text with the Ontario Provincial Police, where, you know, she says, 
the government is sort of losing confidence in the Ottawa Police Service's ability to, uh, you know, handle this protest and bring it to a peaceful resolution. And so that was really kind of an interesting thing that surfaced. Uh, another thing that really kind of surfaced from Commissioner Lucky this week was that, you know, that just the, the night before the federal government invoked the act, she said, you know, not all available tools had been exhausted, which is very, very interesting as well, saying, you know, maybe perhaps they could have held off. But then later on in her testimony, just a few months later, she said, in hindsight, you know, the Emergencies Act was necessary. So you even have conflicting testimony across timelines as well on whether or not the EA was required. And then Peter Slowly, former chief of police of the Ottawa Police Service, is on the stand today. I imagine there's a lot of anticipation about that. A lot of anticipation about his uh, testimony today. Uh, I think what we're most interested in hearing from him is talk about uh, whether, you know, he did make a mistake in not heeding the threat of the, sorry, the uh, intelligence reports from the Ontario Provincial Police leading up to the protests when they arrived at the end of January, that they intended on staying longer. Because there there is conflicting testimony on that as well across different police services on whether or not they knew that the Freedom Convoy intended to stay past, you know, the two days. He contends that, you know, they didn't know that they are going to stay past the two days. And in fact, we're now learning that they had no police plans uh, after noon on Monday, which is... Uh, pretty staggering given the fact that they stayed for three weeks. Uh, And we're also interested in hearing from him, you know, with regards to whether he felt that he was uh, being set up to fail. You know, an OPP member sort of testified to that effect that he was concerned that, you know, there were members of Ford's government or, you know, other members of of the Ontario government that were uh, wanted him to fail. And, you know, I'd be interested to hear him unpack that a little bit today. Jordan, thank you very much. Thank you so much.